0: hey hey welcome back guys to episode five of invisible brown so um sorry for the little bit of a hiatus uh it's been really crazy with work going on and really trying to balance everything but you know i'm really trying to find a schedule and figuring out the right time about when to upload these what time the most people are going to be on podcasting sites what time are it's just going to be the best in general so Right now, I'm happy to say that we're live on every single podcast network that's pretty much available and popular right now besides iTunes. We're still waiting on the iTunes confirmation, but I'm confident that's going to come through within the next two or three days, really. So once that happens... I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm hoping that you guys can also notice a change in my microphone. So today my roommate and I decided to upgrade and get a blue snowball microphone. You know, pretty simple intro microphone. I remember looking at YouTube intros and setups in um, in 2013 and seeing all these blue snowballs. So I probably just got dissuaded by the... uh, by the brand but it's whatever you know it's a good microphone i'm really liking it so far it helps to cover up some of my lisp and you know most of the inflections that are coming out built in pop filter built in usb cable since i'm going to be doing a lot of tech anyway i might as well quickly just talk about it for a second you know for $43 at Best Buy, it's a, really good, it's a really good option for someone that's looking for really the ultimate package of being a USB microphone, with also combining it with a pop filter as well as a really good you know, microphone itself, really combining it into one package that can really just go on a desk anywhere without having to clamp it to something or without having to put it anywhere. Not sponsored by Blue Snowball, otherwise, hey, if you're listening... And if you're one of the two or three people that is right now on the fifth episode so far, thank you. And uh, I'd appreciate a discount code. I'll take just a discount code. All I'm looking for. Anyway, so what I'm going to talk about next is a little bit a shift on a focus on what exactly I want to do and what I want to turn this into now that I have some proper equipment and I'm getting a grasp and a feel about what's working, what's popular, and what's going to do stuff like that. So I think on this podcast specifically, I'm going to be talking about three separate things and we're going to to be having a structure to every one of these podcasts. So I'd ideally like to get the podcast out three times a week. For a quality podcast, I think that's pretty reasonable for me to do while making it still like a good, entertaining, quality video, good quality podcast. And I'm also gonna be turning all these podcasts into videos and uploading them on my YouTube channel. And so they're going to be having a little bit more content associated with them, whether it being, like, some sort of tech review or being something like that. All content will always be flooded to all my content uh, content revenues streams, which will be just YouTube as well as podcast sites. So you guys can always check those out here. I'm going to throw additional and bonus stuff on each of those sites to really keep it fresh and really keep it interesting. But, you know, love for you guys to check it out. So, another thing I really want to do is do YouTube. And I know YouTube is something extremely oversaturated right now, but it's something that's just really been my passion for a really long time and something that's... it's. It's what I do when I'm bored. Like, I watch YouTube. What do I do when I'm always doing anything? I'm always consuming content on YouTube and have a pretty good grasp and idea of what works, what doesn't, and what I think can be successful and what I think can work, as well as how to film certain things just simply through watching it. Um, I'm a pretty observant learner, so I think that's one thing that's really going to help me drive it through. But, you know, I really want to have a YouTube, but only focus it on tech. So, that's going to be mainly tech reviews it's going to be mainly news uh, discussions and conversations controversial ideas uh, future of technology a lot of stuff like that Um, geared towards around students geared towards um, people of like you know 20 year old range that's really going to be what I'm going to try to hit home for so check out my YouTube at youtube.com I don't have a cool link yet you need 100 subscribers for that I uh, just go Invisible Brown on YouTube, and you should find it. Okay, anyway, so today we're going to be getting into a uh, tech-based podcast, just because, just scrolling through the news earlier today after I got home from work, and most of the things that are going on in the news right now that, you know, are interesting, and that aren't political bullshit that I just want to keep getting into, which could just be a merry-go-round for about, like, 40 minutes. I'd rather go into something that's a lot more ones and twos and that's well technology so um okay computer don't do that again it just did some weird thing okay first thing we're going to talk about facebook 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 when you think they're gonna be out of the news they manage to fucking come back in at some time so facebook has just been issued a record-breaking fine of 5 fucking billion dollars from the FTC due to privacy privacy concerns and a lot of customers bringing up the fact that they weren't issued all the warnings about what they'd have to give up in terms of their data and privacy before signing up for Facebook and Facebook never addressed those concerns and so now the government the FTC as well as the SEC are calling for Facebook to have a complete oversight of all its data privileges, of all its privacy, it's all, all, all of its servers, basically, to be at least oversight or overseed or kept accountable by some sort of government official to make sure that the data is all being distributed, used properly, and not being taken advantage of by Facebook. You know... I used to be on Facebook's side when it came to this issue. I used to think that I've had a Facebook since 2007, so I was, you know, literally seven years old at this point. So definitely was not in the environment or the right maturity level to own a Facebook at this point, but I did anyway. My parents are the ones who really made it for me, which is even scarier because that's how little privacy was thought about back then and that's how little I had to really worry about anything. But with privacy issues continuing to plague Facebook, Facebook is really going to have to take a step back. And I know it's done its marketing campaign recently to really show that you know Facebook cares about its privacy and Facebook has done everything. But we've seen other companies shift their focus towards worrying about privacy for example apple with their whole new apple pay system as well as their whole new emphasis on their new encryption software apple uh, has changed their focus to privacy google has changed their focus to privacy all these companies are now changing their focus to privacy and facebook is being the one being the huge large company that changed the damn election that's being held accountable for this and yeah i do think it's a good idea five billion dollars that's not. I know you think Facebook is rich, and that's not going to be a lot of money. But that's that takes a very, very, very heavy dent from Facebook. But worse than the dent from Facebook would be the would be the backlash from the consumers from society. We'll see how this impacts Facebook users and Facebook stocks coming up. I don't think it should be too much of a factor, but. You know, as we've seen, when Netflix had that privacy scare, they lost 120,000 subscribers in a month. Facebook, with a $5 billion fine, I'm sure that we'll definitely be seeing some sort of... Definitely a lot of people changing their privacy concerns, that's for sure. Okay, next thing we're going to talk about is huge congratulations to Google Photos for passing... Uh, I believe it like was like... 1 billion users, I believe, and now they're even coming out with, uh, Google Photos in a different way, and these Google Photos are going to be aimed as humanitarian effort, and they're going to be used in, um, Sub-Saharan Africa, East Asia, um, places in South America to get Google Photos and get the ability to cloud save and look at all your photos all the time, even in areas where there's, like, little to none service. They're going to boost satellite signals they're going to optimize the data as much as possible on these phones and on these apps to make sure that people can continuously have their memories and continuously have these images saved so that just due to where they are or due to their poverty level that they aren't able to access memories as long as you have that app and google has a little bit of service at least with you you should be able to always get your photos and you know that's such a great thing from google to do to you know help out and really send this message out that it's not about you know other things that make people happy it's about the ability to save memories that's really so important and undervalued i know i still i still really miss the the fact that people now don't really have photo albums we don't print out photos we don't go to cvs or costco and get our films of tape and get excited to look at how the photos came out and how they developed, I I really miss that. And I really miss having photos around the house of me and my friends and my family. And that would be something to <laughs> cool to bring back. But now, that shit's even getting even more expensive. So, anyway, technology is good sometimes, technology is bad sometimes. But what do we do? We just sit back and we take advantage of the next new technology thing, which is like a computerized photo frame, but that's fuck. no, I'm not paying for that that's, that's, no, no okay, anyway, so the last thing I want to get in today, and I wanted to save this for last, because it is going to be a heavier topic, and you know I've, I've always had an interest in watching fighting from, you know, back in UFC, I think, like when Daniel Cormier started first uh, establishing his dominance in the heavyweight division or light heavyweight division is when I really started getting the hang of things and really started to you know learn more about it watching then starting to go into boxing watching Floyd watching Pacquiao watching Thurman uh, now Joshua Klitschko um, you know it's been a Fighting is a lot It's a a fun sport to watch It's it's very entertaining It's something that keeps you on the edge of your feet Because legitimately The injuries that these men are doing to each other Brutal As a kid It was scary to look at these things Because you see pure blood All over these people's faces And they're still going They're beating the shit out of each other Because they want to prove a point They all have these motivations, these passions that drive them, that they're not just doing it because they don't like the other person. Very few cases. And very few cases is this successful in which fights are won based on emotions. Fights are calculated. Fights are thought out months in advance. Take tens of weeks of training. It's a sport that you dedicate your entire life to, and you put your life on the line When you go out to the ring every single night. And... Boxing... Had to say goodbye... To... Maxim Dadashev... The other day. Uh, I believe it was last night. Depending on where you're watching this. So on July 24th. He... He was facing Serbrio Matias... In last Friday's fight. It was an 11 round fight. Typical... Typical fight. But... When you look at the fight you can see this Around the 10th round you see Dadashev really getting Tired really his, his trainer is begging for him To pull out ladies and gentlemen His trainer is wanting him to stop But He looks so out of it or And so engaged at the same time In the fight he can't stop There are some things in the fight That go beyond a referee's whistle Or the sound of a bell And that's going to be uh that's going to be a fighter's will and you know he he fought hard he he tried his best he he lost in a tko that fight um, his brain was absolutely thrown around the like canvas for 11 rounds he collapsed soon after he left the ring if you, you look at the video he, he clearly looks like he got fucked up from that fight in a in a in a big bad brain way um, he was only 28 years old guys he was 28 years old and placed in a medically induced coma as soon as he collapsed he didn't wake up um, this hit me hard because you know the fa- it's not only the fact that he died at such a young age and that's heartbreaking but it's the fact that he he, he he, definitely knew in his head, in some part of his head, that it wasn't going well. That he was putting his, his body in severe danger. His trainer knew it. His coach knew it. His family probably knew it. But he wanted to continue going anyway. And having that sort of determination, that sort of will to push forward and be successful at something that you want is something so admirable something so respected now I'm not going to get into the politics and the violence aspect of boxing because that's a whole nother debate and frankly not something that I really want to get into such a polarizing debate about but you know our our hearts mourn for Maxim and his family it was it's rough to hear that see that it happened in front of all the pay-per-view fans and all the fans in the arena. So, you know, I I really do wish the best for him and his family. And I hope, I hope everything turns out okay for him. Not for him, but his family. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so, sorry to end it on a sad note. But I did want to leave that to the end. Didn't want to start off with that and continue the whole thing on a sour note. But I hope you guys are enjoying the new mic. Enjoying the new format. And hopefully enjoying my new cadence and sort of rhythm, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's something that I'm continuing to work on every day. Not doing this for money. I'm doing this because it's something I, I, I really like this. I love talking and I love talking about things that I know other people can enjoy too. I have opinions, but they aren't. And they're strong opinions, that's for sure. But they aren't something that. I wouldn't have a discussion about. They're something I would love to have a discussion about. They're the things that I, I'd i live to do. I love arguing, but I also love coming to agreements. So, guys, this has been episode five of the Imagine Brown podcast. Please check out all the links in the description below. Please follow me on Twitter. Please, 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 at Brown Invisible. Um, So you'll find everything in the description. Tell your friends and shit. Um, oops, sorry about that. Oops, sorry about that. Okay, um, anyway, so this has been Episode 5 of the Invisible Brown Podcast. So, remember, if you have something on your mind, just, just fucking do it, just fucking do it.